To God be the glory. What's up, Hampton Rose? It's your girl, Pastor Yvette, with the BU Morning Show. Listen, y'all, I'm super excited to be with you all this morning. Listen, I'm telling you, I got my co-host here with me today. No other than my spiritual father. Y'all know who it is. Bishop Daryl J. McClary. Glory to God. Bishop, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? To God be the glory. Listen, I'm super excited because today on the show, y'all know I always say, don't be tomorrow, be today. Don't be yesterday, don't be your past, but be today. And on today, Bishop has come to stir the gift that's on the inside of every preacher that is listening. Listen, I want to be able to encourage every preacher that is listening. But y'all know we can't start the show without the word of God, right? So listen, our uh, show is going to be launched out of Romans 10 14 today how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard and how y'all come on y'all how shall they hear without a preacher 757 what is 757 preachers that it's time for you to get stirred in the assignment that God has given you listen God has created the gift on the inside of you to be launched out into the earth. Listen, I'm telling you, to be a preacher is to proclaim the gospel. You are God's mouthpiece. But here's the kicker, y'all. You got to be you. It's time for you to stop trying to mimic somebody else. It's time for you to stop trying to be a pumpeteer, but be a pioneer in the original assignment that God has actually given you. Listen, I want to listen, start off just kind of stirring you all up. Preachers, listen, if you know a preacher, listen, tell them to tune in. Preachers, if you in the car, turn your radio up because you got to hear this. All right. So, Bishop, talk to us as preachers. Yes, One of the first things I want to ask you, how long you been a preacher? Uh, I have been a preacher for 25 years. Wow. 25 okay. Years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was actually licensed to preach at 20 years old. Wow. Um, and I will be 46 next month. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So so you, so you got a little bit of wind up under your belt when it comes yeah, to being a preacher. I've been doing this a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little while. So can you help the preachers out in the in the area? Help help us because I've only been preaching for 15 years. And I know some some of the things that I've run into, some of the mess ups that I've done, some of the victories that I walked in as a preacher. Can you help the preacher understand how important it is to just be themselves when it comes to being a preacher? Absolutely. Um, I think that that is probably one of the greatest challenges that we face as preachers is um, trying to one when when most of us get started. We spend our time um, observing. We've looked at other people. We've heard various styles. We've, uh, you know, we've sat and, you know, if we if we're honest, we've critiqued a lot of styles in an effort to kind of figure out which one is the one we like the most, and then we have a tendency to kind of pattern ourselves behind it. Um, and I think every preacher, every preacher has someone that they have listened to pattern themselves. Uh, they can identify with, um, they, they carry a certain sound that they can, uh, that they gravitate to. Uh, but I think many times as a preacher, uh, it is so important to find yourself. 
Um, and I, I say this because most preachers, when we first get started early in ministry, um, usually our senior pastor or uh, some other voice that is that is pretty prominent in the kingdom of God begins to be that pattern that you kind of set yourself up to sound like, look like, walk like, talk like, speak like, all of those kinds of things. And maybe hoop like. Hoop like. <laughs> uh, uh, stutter like. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, all of those uh, slow talk like them. Uh, all kinds of uh, little nuances that we grab. Uh, but over time, it's almost like it's almost like growing up, mm. where when you grow up in a household, you watch your parents. Mm-hmm. You so there's some mannerisms and things that you pick up because it's a nurture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But over time, you evolve into your own person, and you develop your own thoughts, your own ideas, your own style, your own. And it, it, preaching is very much the same thing. You may start out sounding like someone else. Mm-hmm. You may start out patterning yourself behind someone else. But there is the development of your own sound and your own, uh, your own style as you continue. That's good. So what you're saying in a nutshell is we don't need another Cheryl Brady. We don't need another Bishop T.D. Jakes. <laughs> We don't need another Dr. Tony Evans. We don't need another Bishop Noel Jones. But we need to be preachers with this sense of authenticity in who God called us to be. Absolutely. Um, Because here's the reality. People are drawn to you. They are not drawn to who you pretend to be. And many times uh, the world and even the church world, we're already aware of who you're trying to sound like. That's good. Um, We know who you're trying to sound like. We know who you're trying to be. And if we wanted them, we would have invited them. Most of the time when we invite you, it's because we want who you authentically are. Uh, One of the things that I remember I had to kind of grab early in ministry because, you know, I am... You know, I'm I'm very high energy. I'm very, uh, you know, charismatic, and and you know, I just am who I am. So, uh, you know, early on, people would invite me to preach, and I would feel like I needed to fit into this box. I mm-hmm. needed to, you know, I was going into so and so Baptist church, so I need to, you know, be reserved. I need to be calm. You know, I'm going into so and so Pentecostal church, so now I need to be, you know, this hooping, hollering, squalling, dancing kind of preacher. <laughs> Uh, you know, and so I was busy trying to fit all of these molds. And what I ended up discovering was people just wanted me. They wanted me because, and, and when I say this, they wanted the revelation that God had put in me. They wanted the sound that God had put in me. So even, you know, I, it was interesting because uh, if you hear me preach, you know, I am a, I'm a passionate preacher. So, you know, hooping is probably something I will do, but I am also, I'm a teacher. Um, So my heart's passion is to make sure that you understand before we celebrate. That's good. So I spend a lot of time laying foundation, teaching, and talking. And what I discovered was when I became authentic, or when I became, uh, when I became confident in just flowing in who I was, um, people were blessed far more than when I was trying to be what I thought they wanted me to be. That's good. That That's really, really good. Because um, for me, obviously, you're my spiritual father and you have been from the start to the to the to this moment right now. One of the things that has been freeing for me is that you allowed me 
to operate in the God that's in me. And so one of the things that I've learned over the past 15 years, um, I never forget it. I was doing a youth revival for my covenant brother, um, Pastor Q. And I was studying the text and I was trying to hold myself and because we was in a more traditional church. We wasn't in our home church. And the Lord dropped down in my spirit, 1 Corinthians 2 and 4, that I don't come with prolific speech. I don't come with words of wisdom of men, but I come with demonstration and power. And the way God would show me the text was in pictures and in visions and analogies and examples. And when God showed me that, it was like, oh, here I am in the scripture. And in that moment, I was able to be Yvette first. Um, and then the preacher and allowing God to flow through me. So what would you say some of the hindrances that come with being a preacher, not actually being yourself? Um, I would say the greatest hindrance to to, to our lack of authenticity, um, the lack of ability to be us is comparison. Mm, we spend good. a lot of time comparing ourselves to some other voice. That's good. And the reality is, um, you know, the reality is we are called. Mm-hmm. Um, God called us. Um, one of the things that I refer back to very often just for my own benefit is the passage of scripture that I was called from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I was called out of Jeremiah chapter one. And one of the things that the spirit of God said to me uh, early on is, you know, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. So my everything about me, my proclivities, my acts, my flaws, my all of those things, he knew them and then he still chose me. He still called me. So none of those things are excuses. And so when I recognize when I recognize the uniqueness of my own call, then I don't have to compare myself to anybody else. And I think that if every preacher would spend time understanding the uniqueness of his or her call, um, there's less pressure involved because I don't have to be a Bishop Jakes. I get to be Daryl McClary and I get to be the best Daryl McClary the world has ever seen um, versus being a really bad copy of Bishop Jakes. That's good. <laughs> you know, That's so I, good. I get to make a choice. Do I want to be the best me or do I want to be, you know, a, a relatively halfway decent copy of somebody else? That's good. Bishop, that is so, so good because you mentioned the spirit of competition and the spirit of comparison. And that is one, I think that is one of the biggest downfalls in ministry at large, but especially with the preacher, because the moment you start comparing yourself and not really honing in who God really called you to be, you start to fall, you start to slip. You start to transform. You start to get behind the pulpit and it's Halloween. You got on the mask and you done dressed up and you're not who God called you to be, which taints the anointing that's actually on your life. That is super, super good. So Bishop, tell us, give us a moment, uh, give us a, a moment where in ministry where you actually may have mimicked someone and you realize it. Or you watch one of your own uh, associate ministers mimic someone. How, how did that go? Um, I, I, let me do this. I'll throw me under the bus. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw me. Um, early, oh, very early, very early. Um, I had the opportunity, uh, it was one of my first times being invited to preach out. Uh, all of my preaching had always been done in-house. I got this invitation to go to this church. I'm super excited. Like, hey, I'm, I'm about to have a voice and for uh, for three weeks leading up to it, 
I watched every T.D. Jakes sermon there was. <laughs> I watched all of wow. them. All right. And so I had figured out how to walk across and say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> you know, uh, all of those, all of those things, because uh, his voice was the kingdom voice at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, if you were a preacher, you, if you were going to make it, you had to be, you know, Bishop Jakes. Um, and so I went into this church. And when I tell you everything went wrong that could go wrong, <laughs> uh, it was the most, wow. it was, it was humbling right? because at the end of everything, all the antics that I pulled out, uh-huh. um, nobody was moved. Wow. The church sat there and I mean, they wouldn't say one amen. They just wow. all looked at me like, what in the world just happened? Wow. And I wasn't married yet. And Pastor Jay, um, she was with me because she was always with me. <laughs> But Pastor Jay was with me at the service, and you know she has always been my encourager. Mm-hmm. Um, when when the service was over and I sat down, she just looked at me and said, "What was that?" Wow, wow, wow! That and that that's that that is very interesting. So, would you say preachers need accountability partners? Absolutely. Wow. Every preacher needs somebody that'll just be honest. That's good. That's real good. Yeah, that's, you need that's somebody good. that'll tell you. You blew that today. That's good. You that's missed good. it. You didn't hear God. You were trying to be, you know, you need that sense of accountability right, that right. draws you back right. to the authenticity of yourself. Just right. being you. Wow. That Listen, we're running out of time, but listen, let me tell y'all, preachers, be encouraged. I want to listen. I want to encourage you all. Listen. Coming soon, October 2021, Bishop will be teaching a class, BU Preacher at Purpose Center Academy. Listen, run over to my website. Listen, you got to sign up for this class because it's going to be powerful. Listen, and it's much needed. Listen, you know I always say that the anointing can only flow at its maximum potential when you being you. So listen, BU Preachers, don't be nobody else. Don't be no copycat. And surely don't dress up in the Halloween suit behind the pulpit no more. (laughs) Be who God called you to be. Listen, until next week, I'll see y'all. I love y'all. To God be the glory. Woo-woo!